Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, January 16th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions or maybe even figure out a game plan going forward. How are you going to get through another, say, recession, because one will come. I don't know when. We didn't get one last year, but one is coming. How are you going to navigate changing financial markets? How are you going to navigate the changes in your own life? If you need some assistance helping you to build a plan, building your own resiliency, go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. And don't forget to let us know if you want to come on the air, either join us with the audio or by video. Come join us on our brand new YouTube show called Jill on Money Powered by the Compound. It is an absolute blast. Oh, and by the way, for those of you who have like a fun money account, you know, you always ask me like, how much money can I invest? And, you know, where can I get more resources? You have got to listen to the Compound and Friends because they do some great deep dives into investing. Josh Brown, Michael Batnick, they are fantastic. And so I encourage you to check out the Compound and Friends, you know, to get your investing yayas out. I always learn something when I listen to them and I laugh out loud half the time. So it's just great. Okay. Today, we are going to talk to Mike, who's on the line from the Midwest. Mike, what brings you to the Jill on Money show? Hello, Jill and Mark. Hey. I have been listening daily since the pandemic, so I'm uh, several hundred episodes in, and uh, I love the format, and I feel almost like a CFP apprenticeship throughout this. Oh, I, I love that. That's great. Uh, that's, that's good. We'll put you to work very shortly. <laughs> so what's going on for you in your life? Well, we uh, just did a big, I'll say a dream renovation on our forever home, at least forever, excluding the winter months. And uh, so we have um, built up, I guess, our home equity line of credit we took out to help finance that. So we've got probably 60 to 80,000 on that. And uh, my wife, I'm 57, my wife's 59, and she will be 59 and a half next month. And uh, wondering whether it makes sense to liquidate her her IRA, self-directed mm. IRA, to pay down that HELOC is one oh. of my questions. Okay. Are you working currently, Mike? Yes. 
And how much do you earn? Um, my, I'm in the probably 250 to 290. Okay. I like 290 better, but I'll put, I'll put the range down. And is your wife still working? Yes, she's part-time. And how much does she earn? I'd say 15 to 20. Do you guys have a bunch of money in pre-tax assets? So like her IRA, but also your own retirement. Give us a little breakdown on what's going on for retirement assets. Yeah, I have about 950000 in my 401k. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of it's pre-tax. I did switch over to Roth uh, listening to you guys over the last couple of years. So I have about 35000 of that's in Roth. Mm-hmm. And her IRA? She has 33000 Do you have assets outside of those retirement accounts? Your, pre, your, your you know, retirement account through work, your million bucks, her IRA. Anything else that you have either invested or cash outside? I do have a health savings account that has thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and I'm putting in eight thousand a year into that. Great. Um, just we we had a uh, high interest uh, savings um, that I've burned through most of it for this renovation. Mm-hmm. In addition, to yep. put the HELOC on. So I'd say we have about twenty five thousand in emergency savings right now. No brokerage account. Got it. Okay. How much is this forever dream house worth? You notice how I said that dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's probably six twenty-five now. Okay, and so we know we have the HELOC of sixty or eighty thousand. Is there a, a a primary mortgage on it as well? Yeah, we owe about two eighty-five at two point eight percent. Okay, and what is the HELOC rate right now? Eight percent. Okay, got it. Forgetting about the renovation itself, what is your monthly spend approximately? Like what do you figure you need on a monthly basis to live your lives? I say eight to 9,000 a month. Will you be entitled to a pension? No, neither one. How much longer do you think you want to work? You're so young. I, you're get, you, This dream house really going to set you back, but how much longer are you going to work? I'll work till 65. At least, yeah. oh, let's put it that way. Do you guys have kids? Uh, they're grown. They're launched. No, no, like little. Uh, we we give her a thousand dollars a month on the side. None of that. Uh, a little of that, and we're still paying on some student loans uh, that we took out in their name. Why they can't pay them? It's a better rate than the Parent Plus loans that would have we if we took those out back in the day. Okay, but when you said eight to nine thousand a month, that's inclusive of everything. Yes, that includes annual vacations that I would divide by twelve to include in that. Okay. Number. Okay, so I'll say 9000 a month just because I can. Gosh, 8% is just a real serious number, right? Is the work done, like really done? Yes. So why is it sixty to 80000 What's the outstanding HELOC? Is it eighty? Well, it's, it's higher than that, but I have commissions coming, and uh, I can pay down that pretty quickly. So net of the commissions coming, what's the outstanding balance? Is it sixty or is it eighty? you figure? I'd say 60. Okay. So do you get paid commissions on like a quarterly basis or monthly? Like how does it work? Monthly. Do you think like just given you said you gave me a big range for earning like 250 to 290, right? Do you get a sense of like what this year is going to be and shaping up or is it really variable month to month? It's somewhat variable, but I would say I'll probably be closer to the high number there. That's what I wanted to hear. Thank you. Okay. So here's what I think. Um, You know, right now, 
she has some part-time income. If you're at that higher level, you're in the 24% tax bracket, right? It's pretty clear. That's your highest level, yep. right? That it goes up to, let me see, I had this written here for myself. So I knew the new brackets are 24% takes you up to 383900 So yeah, that's your top bracket. I have no problem with you blowing out of this whole IRA account and paying a chunk down on the HELOC. You're going to pay your taxes and you'll have some money. But let's let's even just say that after all is said and done, there's 20 grand left that's netted out of this whole transaction or maybe even 25 grand. I don't know if what this, the state income tax is there, but presumably what I would like you to do is take $20,000 of the proceeds, pay down your HELOC, add whatever remains to the savings. Now, you know, if we can get you down to 40 grand, I feel pretty confident based on what you're telling me that you should be able to pay this off throughout this year, right? Yeah. I mean, I think in a, uh, my goal would be in, in no more than two years. Uh, to yeah. pay that off. Um, I want right. to build back up my emergency savings too. Yeah. Maybe you just, every time you get a bonus check, take half of it and add it to savings and half of it and pay down the a chunk of the HELOC. That's what I think. Are you maxing out your um, retirement account right now? Are you putting in the max plus the catch up? I am not. I've been just doing the up to the match, which is 5%, okay. but we have a pretty yep. nice... Um, uh, plan for based on tenure. I've been there over 25 years. So based on tenure and age. So right now I'm putting in about last year, I put in 12, the company put in over 20. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I think that once you get this paid down, I, I don't want to be like, you're, you've just done a dream renovation. So you've already made your own dreams come true. <laughs> that's wonderful. I do think because you did this big renovation, I am not entirely sure whether you're going to be able to retire at 65 or whether it's more like 67 or 68. I think you're going to have to test these numbers. What is your social security benefit at your full retirement age and then at age 70? Do you know that? Yep. Uh, full retirement age is 3,800. Mm-hmm. At 70, it's 4,700. Are you in good health? Is your wife in good health? You guys yep. pretty... Okay. I might say wait till you're to claim at 70, if you can, um, we would have to really be very careful about, you know, whenever you retire, let's say you retired at 67, then what I would probably start doing is pull some money out pre-tax, some of that money out, live on it, wait till you're 70 years old, and then start to pull more money out just to, you know, kind of take that money out, live on that till your required minimum distributions. You're going to need them anyway to live on. But I think 70 as a claiming strategy is probably going to be your best bet. So, you know, with with social security at these levels, it's kind of great. You know, you really do get to probably two thirds, half to two thirds of what you need. And then you use your retirement account for the rest. But I do think you're going to, I do think again, dream for dream. Dream might have been to retire at 65. I'm guessing it's more like 67, 68. Yeah, I think that I would certainly not just stop working. Maybe I'll go work as a uh, paraprofessional for a financial planning firm. There you go. Maybe you will. Or maybe you'll just keep socking away the money that you're making at this nice place, making a quarter of a million dollars a year. Now you're going to be pushing towards 300 grand. Like You're going to be in very good shape. I just think, look, the house thing, 
spending the money to build something that is like really important to you. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think that's wonderful. I just want you to be clear that making that decision may impact your actual retirement date. And it may not. I just want you to, I want it to be out there on the radar. Do you feel okay about that? I do. All right, good. Now, what else do we need to know? Do you have your estate documents done? We have a will. Mm-hmm. Does it talk about guardianship so I can understand how old that will is? <laughs> no, I actually just updated it. Nothing about okay. guardianship. Okay, good. And what about a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy? We do not. And I guess, hmm. um, is that really just dependent on us deceasing at the same time that we'd have to worry about that scenario? Mm, yes and no. Um, I'll give you an example. You have a, a million bucks in your retirement account. Something bad happens to you where you don't die, but you're incapacitated. Without a durable power of attorney, your wife cannot do anything in that account. So you have to assign her the right to be your agent to do that. Good to know. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And the healthcare proxy, I don't know, like just just have it down on paper. Yeah. If something happened to you guys, you, you, you're driving to your dream house and you drive off the road, God forbid, you die or you become incapacitated. Someone's got to pull the plug. One of those kids who don't have college loans has to pull that plug and you have to just put it down on paper. And, you know, listen, how old are your kids? 26 to 30. Are they married or single or mix? Single. Okay. I mean, there is also maybe um, some maybe some disclosure about like just understanding like who would get what under these circumstances and and who's going to be the executor if we were to both pass away together and things like that. But, you know, you, you can get to that. But I do think a healthcare proxy and a durable power of attorney are like two-page documents. They're easy peasy. Just say to the estate attorney, like, hey, we forgot to do these other documents. Can you bang them out for us? It, it won't be a lot of money. Great. I do have a okay. question on life insurance if you have time. Yeah. So I have a 500000 term. It was a 30-year, and it expires in about four years on me. Mm-hmm. And um, I took out, and I have 200000 through work, so I have seven hundred mm-hmm. on me. I did take out another 500000 on a 10-year here a couple years ago. Do I need that extra five hundred? Mm-hmm. So I'm at 1.2 right now. No, I don't think so. I mean, is it cheap? I mean, because what happens is often the the policy that you might have, the extra insurance that you have might be like the 10-year. How much is that costing you? I think it's about 60 a month. Eh, 60 a month, I'd keep it. The original one's only 35. I know. It's, it's, you know, it's short dollars for um, your wife to really spend enough time to find a better husband than you. (laughs) Right. I think keep it. I, I mean, I know it's probably a sucker bet, but... It is peace of mind and, you know, you're the primary wage earner. So, you know, really it's what I'm mostly concerned about is not that you die in nine years, but if you died in two years, I think that having that money will be important for her. Yep. Okay. Good suggestion. Everything else is good, right? You feel good? What did you do in this this dream renovation that I, again, dripping with sarcasm? Tell me what you did. <laughs> well, we put a patio room on. We live on a lake, so we've got... Uh, eight foot all glass views out to the mm. water. We're only about 25 feet from the shoreline. Is it one of those lakes with a muddy bottom? I don't like those kinds of lakes. Yes, it is. Oh man. Do you have a little boat that you go out on a little paddle boat or something? Pontoon. A little pontoon. 
See, Mark, I got the whole lake living now. I understand it. Um, all right. Well, listen, enjoy your house and uh, burn off some of your rage at work while you're still there at age 66. Don't don't blame me for that. Just blame those big glass doors. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. And let us know if there's anything else we can do, okay? Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. If you are thinking about what to do, with a dream renovation and maybe an outstanding home equity loan that popped on you, little interest increase, we'll do it every time. If that is something you're thinking about, why don't you give us a holler? Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd like to come on the air. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter because Mark does such a great job with that every single Friday. And of course, you can subscribe to this program on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. If you wouldn't mind, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.